listening to Salus University's Health Science Starts Here. We took a short break during April, but now we're back with a look into one of our student organizations, the Sports Vision Club, and how they're helping athletes reach peak levels of performance through the enhancements of their visual skills. Sports vision evaluations help athletes determine how well their eyes perform beyond the basic ability to read an eye chart. When it comes to top athletes, the difference between first and second place can all come down to sight. So I'm Dr. Siva Mayapin, and I practice at the Eye Institute in the Pediatrics and Binocular Vision Department, and I'm the um, faculty advisor for the Sports Vision Club. Um, hi, my name is Sophie Shredler. I am a second year here at South University, and I'm the president of the Sports Vision Club. All right, so we'll start off, start off pretty easy. What is sports vision? So um, sports vision is really looking at the visual efficiency of an athlete and how well that they can use their visual system to direct their body and their movements. So sports vision is kind of a smaller subspecialty within the binocular vision community, but it's really looking at how the athlete can use their visual skills to their advantage on the field and on the court. What is optometry's role in professional sports? So optometry is really essential to evaluating these um, athletes because really everything is directed through your vision. So all of your muscle movements, all of your motor coordination, it all starts from what your visual system is able to um, receive. So that signal is what directs the muscles of the body. So optometry's role, we're really the experts in that field in terms of visual enhancement. So really, it's really critical for our athletes to receive a comprehensive exam and also have the extra testing including binocular vision and um, processing speed, hand-eye coordination, visual motor integration, those kinds of things all need to go into a sports eval. So in addition to the normal optometric evaluation, what specifically would an athlete encounter when they go to a sports vision evaluation? So that's a really great question. What we um, often associate with, and Sophie can kind of speak on this as well, she's um, an athlete in college, right? Um, So it's small prescriptions make a really big difference for these uh, athletes. So things like minus a quarter of nearsightedness for a normal population, we wouldn't necessarily prescribe. Those people are probably 20-20 without any correction. But if you think about something like a baseball player having to find that small baseball in a very large space with a lot of other contrast and colors, um, giving that minus a quarter prescription might make a world of difference for them. So it's definitely a situation where a very small prescription can make a big difference. And um, 20-20 is not necessarily good enough vision for those athletes. So it starts first with having a really good refraction, really good glasses correction. We often do contacts for our sports um, athletes. And then the second thing is looking really closely at how the eyes team together and how the eye muscles and eye movements work. So again, a lot of these athletes already have pretty good eye motions and pretty good eye movements, but we're trying to get them from uh, average level to an enhanced or elite level. So when you think about elite athletes, they have elite visual skills. So what we're trying to do with all of our athletes when they come in to see us at the Institute is to get them to that level. You know how athletes want to work on their reflexes a little bit faster, and it goes with your eye reflexes as well, essentially. Like, how quick can you see the um, the ball or whatever it is um, and can react to it? Because a lot of sports are unpredictable and, like, what's going to happen next. So... And just like Sophie was saying, things like size and strength um, and agility, all of those things matter. But if you don't have really good visual skills that you can't really compensate for it. So we have to start with the basics. So do you ever find yourself like 
in situations where you're helping an athlete like train their vision to get better, like literally as they would do on like practicing on a field? Absolutely. So um, when we talk to physical um, trainers and um, sports coaches, one of the things that they talk about with their athletes is they're always doing strength training, they're doing agility training, they're doing sports-specific training. Um, Sophie used to play basketball, so she does really good, a lot of dribbling drills. Um, but one thing that you want to enhance is how their visual system plays into that. So we do what's called vision therapy. So when I talk to um, trainers, one of the goals is that I know you're doing all this strength training and conditioning with your athletes, but maybe you can consider vision as part of that. So things, uh, we have a lot of cool technology we have access to, like strobe glasses where they flicker on and off. So when the athlete's looking at something, it's actually canceling out their visual field for a fraction of a second. So their processing speed has to increase. So that ball looks like it's flying at you really quickly when it's um, giving you these little flickers. So then when they practice with that, when they take off the glasses, now everything almost feels like it's in slow motion. So that's a way that we can train the visual system with vision therapy. And then even things we do for little kids who actually come into our office with these issues, we can train them on how to track their eyes better, how to move their eyes better as a team, um, how to use their focusing system more accurately. So you have to engage your focusing system when you're looking up close to make things clear. And then when you look far away, you have to release your focusing system to make it clear. So being able to teach an athlete how to do that um, at a faster rate will likely improve their performance. Right. And I know you mentioned that sports vision isn't necessarily like an established field in optometry. So when you're teaching these athletes how to better their vision, how much are you going off of previous research and how much are you like conducting yourself to determine what's the best ways to do this? Yeah, this is still um, a fairly new field in optometry. There was uh, a little bit of growth in the 80s, and then it kind of died down a little bit, and now it's starting to come back into the forefront. It's still uh, very much, uh, as uh, Sophie and I were just talking before the podcast started, it's something that optometrists kind of build on their own um, if they have an interest in it. So it's not something that there's um, a robust amount of literature. Um, So it still needs to be worked on. We still need a lot more actual evidence-based, uh, it's really been anecdotal so far. So the athletes tell us that they feel better, that their eyes are getting better, stronger, and then their athletic performance is improving in terms of stats. Right. So it's kind of like an immediate, well, somewhat immediate result that you get to experience when working right. with athletes. It's still in this subjective phase, I would right. call it. Yeah. So I know you mentioned uh, concussion evaluations are a part of your evaluation of young athletes, and it's something that's pretty well um, recorded and research. So how do you go about that? So concussion is becoming more and more prevalent. It's uh, partly because people are more aware of what actually can constitutes a concussion, but we're definitely seeing an increase in the amount of patients that are being treated in hospitals for concussion and also the ones that end up having a lot of visual problems after their concussion. So they end up coming to the Eye Institute for an evaluation. So concussion is also called traumatic brain injury or mild traumatic brain injury. And if you think about the visual system, every part of the brain is involved in vision in some way. So regardless of where the injury was, if you were a soccer player and you're heading the ball, or if you fell, or if you're a football player and having full um, impact, regardless of where the injury is, it's likely that you'll have a visual um, consequence. So it can be something minor that will heal on its own. Um, Sometimes the patients that we see will have had this issue for a long time. It usually has a lot of overlap with conditions that we always always see um, as pediatric doctors. So a lot of binocular vision disorders 
dysfunction. So things like the eyes don't work well as a team. Um, they don't track as well, so they're losing their place a lot. And that can impact um, not only sports performance, but academic performance. And when we're treating young kids, it's really important that we remind ourselves that they're not just there to play sports, they're also there to be students and to learn. So a concussion evaluation can be scheduled at the Eye Institute. And um, it's their long exams, we're taking a really good look at not only the health of the eyes to make sure that there's no damage from the injury, but also looking at how the eyes um, now team together and if there's something we can do to remediate that. Uh, it's usually vision therapy is our go-to for these patients. So since you're building on this at Salus, what do students do exactly in the club? Um, so in the club, we have a lot of events going on. A lot of them are actually still open to uh, the whole school. Um, uh, an event that we have coming up is our dodgeball tournament, which will be towards the end of the semester. And we're doing that to kind of promote, like, uh, safety eyewear. Um, you know, we're not going to do any headshots in the dodgeball. Um, and, you know, concussion awareness as well. Um, and that one's just kind of like a fun uh, fundraiser for everybody to get involved, even people that aren't optometry students, and to learn a little bit about um, sports vision. Um, another one we have coming up, which we don't have a date for yet, is we're going to have a webinar with uh, the sports vision pros. And there are uh, three optometrists, sports vision optometrists, that are actually like kind of scattered around the country. Um, and they're just going to talk about like how they have used sports vision in their like modes of practice as well as um, some interesting cases that they've had with athletes and these optometrists actually work with like professional athletes college athletes so they'll have some good feedback um, on that so I'm really excited for that we did that last year as well and it turned out pretty well um, and then in the summer, we're actually going to be doing um, a sports vision screening with the um, Washington National Youth Academy. Um, we did it last year as well with one of the optometrists in D.C. Um, and, yeah, it was really nice <laughs> um, that you just – it was like a quick screening, and um, we used the uh, right eye equipment too as well. Um, did you say the right eye? Equipment? Right eye equipment. Is so that, that one's that's like a um, a vision tracking software. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to wear the goggles or anything like that. It basically just is tracking your eyes, um, and it sees how accurate you are um, with your vision tracking movements. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of very, very cool technology out now for that. So the right eye, like Sophie was saying, it doesn't, you used to have to wear these um, somewhat bulky infrared glasses, and it would track your pupil movements as you looked between two targets, um, and that's called a saccade. And then there's other um, mechanisms where it tracks how you follow a target, and that's called a pursuit. So now with this new right eye technology, they don't even need to wear the glasses. It's a huge um, touchscreen kind of, it's um place it a certain distance away from the athlete and it just can do give you a lot of objective data so we can actually see how they're improving over time well so obviously it would seem like with newer technology like sports vision is finally able to come up into optometry as like a legitimate field yeah and, and more established field because you now have the technology that just makes it easier right and as um, kids are getting more elite a little bit younger um, and there's a bit more of a interest in parents' involvement in their child's performance, that's starting to become more prevalent as well. With training centers and things like that, they can start incorporating vision into it. Our only thing is that we definitely want an optometrist to be part of that team. Um, as much as we love our physical therapists and our occupational therapists and our, and our trainers, um, they can absolutely do the therapy, but we just would like to have an optometric evaluation before that.
Um, so when we were helping uh, Dr. Myerpin with a, um, a presentation on um, sports vision, we did some strobe glass we use the strobe glasses and we made videos uh, with that. And so you'll be able to see some of the videos if you uh, go onto our Instagram. And that would be PCO underscore SVC. Um, and you, everybody who's feel free, feel free to follow, you know. <laughs> the videos are really cool. The sports goggles are probably the things that people like the most. They're really fun to use. And I was having... Um, the sports vision club throw balls at each other and try to catch them and it was funny to see how I mean these are pretty good athletes missing the ball and they were shocked at how much the visual system actually plays a role in it we also did fun things on the balance board and with the touch screen so um, you're always welcome to come down to TI and, and use those stuff well how can students join the club or find out more information about sports vision in general um, so students really can just join the club by coming to any of the events we have um, it's free now to join the club a lot of the clubs have like a small fee um but we don't have many events that cost too much money so we are, we still are having our club free to join um and if they haven't joined yet they can always just email sportsvision at salus.edu and um i'll just put them on the email list and they'll get everything um and then there's also a couple events like i mentioned um the uh, dodgeball tournament that is open to everybody on campus and same with our Krispy Kreme fundraiser which we just had last week um, so that everybody can join in with that too. Great. Um, is there anything else you'd just like to tell people about sports vision? I think um, it, it is a growing field so AOA which our American Optometric Association does have a sports vision section and um, their main mission statement is to enhance the quality and delivery of optometric vision sports services through education, injury prevention, and enhancement of visual performance of athletes. So this is a field that's growing. It's something that if you have an interest in, we are absolutely positioned well at Salus to engage into that. So if it's something that uh, you want to practice in the future when you graduate, or if it's something that you just want to learn more about as a student, um, please feel free to contact Sophie and I, and we'd be more than happy to show you what we do. Great. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening. My name is Alyssa Nguyen, and this is Health Science Starts Here. Check back every other week for new episodes and listen everywhere podcasts are available. To learn more about any of the topics we talked about today, visit salus.edu slash podcast.